planet Earth's a rocket wagon train upon a journey. And what if aliens don't fight an actress named Seth Gurney? We're not a bunch of geeks who live in basements, sleep on futons, but who wouldn't stream our podcast if we're calling it Space Croutons. It's an intergalactic, robot automatic, moon dust sporadic trip around the sun. It's a totally terrific, proven scientific, freaking fantastic phaser set to fun. It's space crew talk. We think. Get your space suit on. It's pink. We're triple cute. On that you can rely. And once you've tossed your salad in your flying saucer, it's valid to add space crew for lunching. With Neil Diamond? Lucy in the sky. I love Neil Diamond. Lucy in the sky. No, not Neil Diamond. With Space Croutons. Hey there, it's Curdy Clammerwood. Welcome to our latest installment of Space Croutons. We're going to get right to it because we have some breaking news and we just got to tell somebody. And like my dad used to say, go tell your mother. She's better at pretending to listen than I am. Well, Mom is busy, so here we are. Now, Sally has been scanning the airwaves. That's correct, Cordy. And she is currently tapped into a signal that appears to be a conversation between Nikki and her mysterious partner in crime. Let's listen in. It's a done deal. Curry will bring us the objects. Excellent, Nikki. You've done well. I must say your ability to manipulate Curdy is only surpassed by your ability to manipulate your brother. Quit calling him that. He's no brother of mine. And before long, I'll break that news to him and put an end to him and his interfering sister, Brittany. Wow. I see there's no love lost there. I've worked too long to allow them to get in the way now. All those years of making Joe believe I was his sister, they weren't easy. My goodness, he is so clingy. Yes, it's been a long time, but necessary. Pulling Joe out of our reality and placing him here was vital to perpetuate eternity and our hold on power. And your sacrifice, your babysitting of Joe, has allowed us to track down most of the objects and prevent those goody two-shoes from ruining what we have. Soon we'll have all of them and we won't need Joe and his ability to detect the objects anymore. Funny. <laughs> He doesn't even know he can detect them. He thinks he needs a mood ring. Only he knew. I must tell you, I was concerned after your failure with the medallion. Yeah, that got in the way. But I won't let that happen again. He is also on my list, and his days are numbered. I'm afraid I've lost the signal, Curdy, but we'll keep trying. Wow, this already explains a lot. I knew Nikki was up to something. We better contact the others to figure out how to handle it. And while Sally works to get the signal back, let's take care of some business. Here is Cat Killian with his song, Every Moment We Steal. Writing my love letters, most of them I'll never send. Waiting for love letters, and I'll wait until the end. Holding the darkness 
just to have a chance to sleep Hugging the loneliness, the friend that I'll always keep What the tongue fails to say When the heart fails to heave While the head starts to shake At the things that are real Why the games that we play Hide what we really feel Where we each try to fake Every moment we steal and we are back. Thanks, Kat, for those gems of wisdom from your musical vault. I have the signal again. <sighs> so, the game is coming to an end. It's funny how valuable it's been to use our counterparts from the other side, much like a chess match. Sure, Brittany may have some suspicions about Nikki, but the other one? <laughs> Not a clue. One pawn is in place, and she will have them in check before they even know it. And if they're smart enough to get out of it, I'm ready to sacrifice a piece or two, because I have another pawn ready to become a second queen, and then checkmate. Thankfully, they're oblivious regarding the music box and what the tune can do. I'm sorry, Cordy. It's gone. That's okay, Sally. Reach out to Brittany, Aiden, and Joe. And Dat, too, while you're at it. We need to run the board and keep Nikki from getting crowned. Correction, Cordy. Theirs was a chess analogy and you're talking about checkers. Maybe so, but at least I didn't use a reverse reference. Then we would all be confused. Now try the call. Connecting now. What's up, Cordy? We're still getting everything ready for the exchange with Nikki. Hold on just a moment. Sally is getting the others online. I now have Joe and Dad. I hope you've been listening. Sally intercepted a couple of communications between Nikki and the mysterious person she's working with. I bet I know who that is. Who, Joe? If I'm right, Nikki and I worked for him on the campaign, but he's disappeared. As it turned out, the name he was using was a fake. So I guess we could call him the running mate. I remember him. He's bad news. We'll need to be very careful with him. We'll need to be more than careful. Fair enough. I say we stick with our plan. Are you sure? It's our best chance at this point. Agreed. Check in later, everyone. Gertie, we have another caller. Is this Gertie Clammerwood? Balanchini here. I think you know who I am. Yes, you're Sheriff Marshall's grandson, the singer-songwriter. That's right. And you people stole my grandpa's two-headed quarter. No, that's not exactly right, Balan. Come on. If you hadn't started this stupid podcast, no one would have ever known about my grandpa or the quarter. That woman and her stupid plan and those two other guys wouldn't have come to Wicker and my grandpa would still be alive. Look, Balin, I'm sorry about your granddad. Him dying like that was terrible. But I couldn't have known that any of that was going to happen. And if Clarissa's story is accurate, well then it was the Kordaks coming in contact with each other that caused the explosion that hurt Sheriff Marshall. Balin, I'm also from Wicker. I would never have wished what happened on anyone, especially Sheriff Marshall. I knew him, too. So that's it? I'm just supposed to accept your condolences and ride off into the sunset? My grandpa is gone, and I don't even understand why. I have to do something. I understand, Balin. 
I'm in the exact same place. We are all trying to figure it out. Maybe if you help us, it might in some way honor your granddad. Help you how? I don't know. Wait, you're a musician, right? Yeah. If you've been listening to the show, then you know that there is this tune that keeps popping up during these weird occurrences. From what we've seen, we just assume that this tune, this melody, is somehow a result of or an after-effect of these incidents. But just now, we heard something that makes me think that there could be more to it. Much more. Yeah, I recall hearing it once or twice. How does it go again? Wait a sec. I played it once on my wooden flute. Now, where is that thing? Oh, never mind. I'll try humming it. Okay, I, I think I got it. So, Balin, what do you think? The melody, is it doing anything? I don't know. I'll try again. See what? I've dropped my guitar, but the song isn't stopping. It's unbelievable. I can see it. 
I can see it all. Curdy, I don't know what to do. Balin, something's happening here too. I know, look out. Curdy duck. Sally, get us some help. Call Brittany or Joe or I don't know, call anybody. Attempting call. No good, Curdy. I cannot make a connection. All lines are engaged. Balin, Balin, are you still there? Yes, Curdy. I'm here. I'm there. I'm everywhere. Listen, we've got to stop whatever's happening. Try something, anything. <laughs> I've tried. I've even smashed my guitar, but it's still playing. Sally, help. Sally! Sally, what did you do? I did what any competent IT specialist would do. I shut down and rebooted. Well, that it seems to have done the trick. Good job, Sally. Balin, are, are you still there? Unfortunately, we lost communication when we powered down. But we have calls in queue. Well, hopefully one of them is Balin. Pretty, what in the world is going on? Brittany, were you listening? Yeah, I heard what you and Balin were doing and the ruckus it brewed up. And it started happening here, too. The music and the destruction. And the rabbit's foot was too hot to hold on to. Curdy, I have Joe on another line. Patch him in. Curdy. I just heard what Brittany said, and the same thing happened here, too. And the mood ring is still smoldering. Both of you, stay on the line. We're going to wind up the podcast, and then we need to talk. And Sally, contact our Mr. B. Knowing what we know now, we're going to need more resources to pull this off. And as for you listeners, for heaven's sake, avoid Humansville, Missouri for the next couple of days. This is no time to be in the show-me state. And as always, try to keep peace in your heart until our next story time. It's an intergalactic robot automatic moon dust sporadic trip around the sun. It's a totally terrific, proven scientific, freaking fantastic phaser set to fun. It's space croutons. We think. Get your space suit on. It's pink. We're triple cute. On that you can rely. And once you've tossed your salad in your flying saucer, it's valid to add space croutons for lunching with Lucy in the sky. With Neil Diamond? Lucy in the sky. I love Neil Diamond. Lucy in the sky. No, not Neil Diamond. With space croutons. Space Croutons is a work of original fiction. Similarities to persons, situations, or events, real or fictional, is coincidental and unintentional. Created and written by Jerry, Jace, John, Della, and Jeff Goodson. Episode 24 story by Jerry, John, and Jeff. Original music by Jeff. Production by John, Jerry, and Jeff. Featuring the voice talents of Brittany, Nikki, John, Jace, Jeff, and Sally. Entire work copyright 2020 by Jeff, John, Jerry, Della, and Jace Goodson. This has been a Good Witch Audio Production.